0: You are listening to Your Family Matters, All Things Marriage, Divorce, and Co-Parenting with your host, Naomi Douglas, Marriage Coach and Divorce Coach. You are listening to Podcast Nine, Co-Parenting Outside of Court. I've decided to record this podcast about co-parenting outside of court because what I've seen with co-parents who have been involved in a legal battle is that they will spend really long periods of time involved in these legal battles because there'll be, you know, a hearing and then a few months later another hearing and there'll be a family report and this and that. It goes on and on. And during those time periods, um, things, you know, become increasingly conflictual. But then at the end of the day, they're still left having to... Um, confront the fact that they need to raise their children. And this is going to be, you know, a long-term situation. The lawyers aren't always going to be there. The court isn't always going to be there. And they're still left, even after all of that expense and all of that, um, you know, pain and effort and energy and everything that goes on during a legal battle, they're still left with so many things that they have to find their way to, you know, live with and and find a way to work with, despite the fact that they've invested so much into um, getting court orders and, and getting the court to intervene. And so what I've really seen is that co-parenting happens outside of the courtroom. Parenting happens in your home and in your personal life, in your world. And it doesn't happen inside a courtroom. It doesn't happen inside a lawyer's office. So whether you are involved in a legal situation or not, whether you've gone that legal path or not, you still need to co-parent at home, outside of the courtroom, and, and you're still going to need to find ways to get things done and find ways to make decisions and find ways to address all the various issues and problems and challenges that come up in your children's lives. And so that's what this is um, this podcast is about is how to co parent outside of court. What happens when lawyers are involved is that communication usually breaks down, and this has to do with the fact that lawyers start to do the communicating for you in many cases, like for example i 've seen this happen where a father stops replying to a mother 's emails about the children and simply forwards those emails to his lawyer and then those emails show up in you know letters back to her lawyer or even in affidavits demonstrating you know that the mother is bad or has done the wrong thing. And people also tend to start to turn to their lawyers more and more for all the different things that go on. So they will, you know, have to spend a lot of time on the phone with their lawyer or they send long emails to their lawyer about all the things that have occurred. You know, the pickup time was changed, but they weren't given warning and they showed back home and the child said this and that and the other, and they didn't have their clothes with them. And all these things get run by lawyers, which is an expensive way to address these problems. And it's also not a very practical thing to do. So yes, people think that it's going to help their case or that they have to do that to you know, keep their case strong or whatever it is that whatever that reasoning, that rationale is for running all these things past lawyers. But I would really suggest that if you're going to get other people involved in these domestic situations that you get a professional therapist or you know, divorce coach Involved, a family therapist involved, somebody who can help you to find solutions that work well for children, right? To find ways to parent in a divorced family that's actually good for the children. And children really suffer so much when they're living with ongoing conflict. For example, I have a client whose parents were divorced when he was a child, and one of the things he described to me was that the mother had to phone with a special ring because the father disliked her so much and was so upset by her that he couldn't bear to talk to her. So they knew when there was this special ring that they would need to answer the phone. And just the pain and agony that these children went through living like that. And this goes on all the time. So what you need to be able to do, whether you go to court or not, Right. Even if you do go to court and have a court order and a judge makes all these decisions, there are certain things you are still going to need to do if you want to raise healthy children. And one is to learn to function as co-parents. Now, your relationship with your co-parent might be very strained. You may have to have you know, reasonable expectations expectations of what is possible between the two of you. And so you're not going to try to have a situation where you have a lot of face-to-face contact because that only leads to arguments. So don't do that. You have to find a, a way to function that works for your situation and your circumstances and the personalities that are involved. So there are a lot of skills that you can learn to be a good co-parent, to be a functional co-parent, even in a bad situation. And that's what I teach in my courses. And you need to be able to solve problems because there's always going to be problems that come up. And despite you know lengthy court orders, you're still going to be faced having to solve problems because life isn't that orderly that it will always fit into everything that the court orders say and although there are families that go back and back and back again to court it's you know a terrible experience it's so draining financially and emotionally and mentally and even with the most Complex court orders in place. I've seen parents in mediation with a stack of papers, you know, a thick document of court orders, but they can't agree as to how to practically carry some of those orders out. So they actually still have to solve these problems in mediation. So you do need to learn to solve problems and you need to have pathways to solve problems. And it's The best thing to do is to get really good professional help, to mediate and also to learn skills so that maybe you can even solve some of your own problems between you. And then the other thing that you really do need to do is to minimize conflict. And that's because conflict is known to be a high risk factor for children, children growing up amidst ongoing conflict between their parents suffer, and they are at risk of mental health problems and a lot of other problems, relationship problems, problems at school, and it's just really not good for children, and you can imagine what it's like for them to have to live like that. This is their, you know, this is their world, this is their home, they don't have a choice, they can't, you know, quit. Being your child and go somewhere else. They have to live with these things. So, no matter what pathway you take, and no matter what kind of problems you do have, you know, and you could uh, be in the situation where you've divorced somebody who's very difficult to get along with, or you could be in the situation where your marriage breakdown was just horribly traumatic and it's really hard to get past that. But you really, you know, for the sake of your children, also your own well-being, you need to learn the skills to minimize conflict. And if, and usually, you know, that conflict is enduring because of these relationship issues and these emotional issues, and you really need to get help working through those, not, you know, not with your co parent per se, but on a personal level to overcome you know whatever it is that's happened to you in your past, in your marriage, in the marriage breakdown and what's happening to you now, so that you are better able to address those things and you and you're able to be a stronger, wiser person. And that's what this co-parenting work is all about. And that's what my work is dedicated to, is to really helping people. And what I've found, which has been so rewarding, is that when I teach people these skills and I teach them how to get through these hurdles, what I find is that by carrying these things out and learning to do things differently, they actually end up... As a byproduct of that transforming themselves, learning life lessons and really personal lessons that they themselves really need to learn. And so they not only are able to transform their co-parenting, they're able to transform all aspects of their life. So I've wanted to make it as easy as possible for you to get the skills and the teachings that you need to make these changes in your life. And so what I did is I developed a very simple course that's low cost. You don't have to commit to anything big in terms of time or money. And you can, it's a self-guided Uh, course. It's got five lessons, they're easy to follow, and they're going to provide a lot of value for you with a very small investment on your part. And you can find out about that simply by following the link below this podcast, or if you've accessed the podcast outside of my website, you can also get the information that you need about this by going to naomidouglas.com.au forward slash quick course. That's naomidouglas.com.au forward slash quick course. And I look forward to any comments, suggestions, questions, or feedback. I always love that. Take care. If you want more information, come and visit me at au, or write Naomi at au.